Hello and welcome to the Adam Rabbit Galaxy podcast, where we combine crystals, manifestation, and mindset work. I'm your host, Ashley, creator of the best-selling Etsy shop, Adam Rabbit, crystal enthusiast, and professional hype girl. I'm so happy your intuition led you here today. Now let's dive in. Today, I wanted to explore some uncharted territory for the podcast and take an in-depth look at a controversial and pretty divided topic in the crystal world. Without further ado, aura crystals. Aura crystals have an out-of-this-world look that have the ability to either quickly draw you in or just as quickly turn you off. If you aren't too familiar with crystals, it may seem like these are naturally this rainbow and majestic looking stone that have this really unique iridescent shine, but they aren't natural, which leads other collectors to feel that because these pieces are treated, they lose their energy or are just completely fake and made of resin, glass, or plastic. Now, aura crystals are still minerals. They aren't fake. Typically, aura crystals come in different varieties of quartz, amethyst, and more recently, rose quartz. And these stones are treated or enhanced by bonding titanium, platinum, silver, or even gold to the crystal in a vacuum-like chamber at 1600 degrees, which creates a beautiful, iridescent, and new wild variation of the stone. Some popular aura crystals are angel aura quartz, enhanced with silver and platinum, titanium rainbow aura quartz, which has a titanium coating, tangerine aura quartz, which comes from a mixture of gold and iron oxide, and more recently at gem shows, I've been seeing aura amethyst and aura rose quartz as well. When I first began my crystal journey over 10 years ago, it was much more difficult to find aura crystals. I didn't see my first pieces of angel aura quartz and titanium aura quartz until I went to the Tucson Gem Show the first time. They weren't online too much 10 years ago and not in any of the local crystal shops in my area, even in Sedona as well. I wasn't instantly drawn to aura quartz like I was with amethyst, clear quartz, and citrine, the power stones, which may have been partially due to the fact that I couldn't afford it. Gem uh, dealers were only selling aura quartz at this time by the flat, which means you have to buy the entire box and you couldn't pick the exact pieces you wanted. You can't swap them out. You just have to buy the box. And when you, okay, so say you want to buy the box, it's only partially unwrapped. So you can't even really tell what you are getting. And this isn't completely uncommon for a gem show, but there just wasn't any booths that were selling just a few pieces of aura quartz on their own. Most of the boxes were around $350 to $700 each. So definitely not in my budget while I was still teaching and using Adam Rabbit as a side hustle. So it took me another year or so to really find quality angel aura quartz that I connected with, which actually turned out to be the Sisters of the Moon angel aura quartz necklace. I was so 
nervous to offer this necklace at first because it was a treated stone and it was my first carved pendant in a moon shape. And even though I loved it, I was worried that people would think it's too young looking. But this became a best friend necklace for so many people. It was our most popular necklace for years. So even though I had some doubt and forces working against me when it came to Angel Aura Quartz, when I did warm up to it, I found it really soothing, tranquil, and this at the same time, the bright colors just made me happy to look at. So I loved the connection that so many people felt to owning this necklace and their first piece of Angel Aura Quartz. Now I work with it very often and can really just, you know, feel the loving energy. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, we actually are going to have a new raw stud style out soon, which is Aura Amethyst. And this is our first year that we have found small pieces of Aura Amethyst at the gem show that were really great quality. Sometimes Aura pieces can be inconsistent or chip and look very dark and dull, which then becomes glaringly obvious. Aura Amethyst has a really relaxing and soothing energy to it, similar to natural amethyst, but Aura Amethyst focuses more on the calming energy, whereas untreated amethyst taps more into your third eye, emotional healing, and intuition. Aura crystals are great for adding some really colorful and happy pieces to your collection. They have a very lighthearted energy to them, and they won't be as intense as black tourmaline or a red jasper, for example. Kids are also really drawn to aura quartz because they are so bright and shiny, and it's just so cute to see their faces light up when they hold a piece of aura quartz. So it also makes great gifts, especially if you know someone who has been feeling down lately and you want to add a little extra sparkle to their day. You do want to make sure you handle your aura crystals with care because they are very fragile after they go through the um, bonding process. The color can easily chip off, especially if you drop it or bang it into something. When it comes to cleansing your aura crystals, it's best to use a sacred smoke or place them on a windowsill during a full moon or a new moon ritual. Since they are fragile, you won't want to have them outside for too long in the elements and avoid cleansing them with water. Now, there's always going to be a divide when it comes to aura crystals. You can clearly see what side I am on, but even though I now love aura crystals, especially angel aura quartz and offer them in the shop, I do understand why some people are turned off by them, especially if the mining process and the geology aspect of minerals really fascinates you. Then it's kind of like, uh, why are you in a lab making this something else when it doesn't need to be taking something natural from from the earth and designing it into something else. Some people, such as Reiki practitioners, will also feel that the energy isn't as strong when more people have touched the crystal and worked with the crystal and bonded metals that didn't come from Mother Nature herself. Aura crystals are also more expensive than the same size mineral that isn't treated. So a palm-sized piece of an average grade of clear quartz might be $15, while the same size version of angel aura quartz would more likely be around $50 due to the delicate process that it went through. 
Like working with any crystal, it really comes down to personal preference and what you and your intuition connect to. I personally don't think that bonding metal to a stone completely invalidates the meaning or energy because the meaning really comes from what you believe, how it makes you feel, and what you do in addition to having the crystal such as affirmations, a gratitude practice, visualization, yoga, meditation, the meaning comes from your unique connection. If you cherish it, if it evokes the feelings of happiness and inspires you to stick with your goals or to have a more positive outlook on life, it's going to be powerful. If you hand that same stone to someone who doesn't believe in crystals have any significance, they aren't going to experience anything. Even if you try it with with Moldavite, which by the way, let me know if you would like to hear an episode on Moldavite and the hype that surrounds it, the power of social media. Anyway, when it comes to aura crystals, like with anything in life, be open to possibilities and trust your intuition to guide you. I would love to hear your aura crystal stories and how you feel about them. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review on iTunes so more lovely magical babes can find this podcast. We do have a special offer for podcast listeners to receive 15% off their order at shopadamrabbit.com. All you have to do is enter the code adamrabbitgalaxy, one word, at checkout. Sending you so much love, and I will see you in the next episode.